0: Welcome back to another episode of the Photographer Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Macy. And in this episode, we're going to do something a little differently. I've invited my friend Ian Jones back on for his second appearance on the podcast, where we're going to answer some follower questions, both from his account and on mine. Let's hop right into it. Like, or we'll get into this. I would, ha- would I have to get a COVID vaccine now to travel? Uh, fuck. Like, am I going to have to get uh, the COVID-19 uh, vaccine to travel outside of my own country?
1: no i don't think so because there's what if they mandate it this this whole conversation is just going to go off the rails (laughs) Um, we got to answer people's questions soon uh, fine i mean realistically there's this is what i think about because there's more people that are going to not want to get it than there are going to be people that do so you're not going to be able to corral everybody to go ahead and just do it so i this is what i think is going to happen i think they're going to mandate a vaccine and then these businesses are going to lose a fuck ton of money because people aren't traveling or booking cruises or yeah doing all that stuff because they can't and then they're gonna pull back their laws on it because they're losing money because realistically everything is about money and that's it do you know there's people that are fucking booking Cruises? Still? Cruises. Yo, Norwegian Cruise I Line. I won't, I won't go on a cruise in a normal scenario.
0: <laughs> Dude, for anyone who follow, I don't, I don't know if you follow like the, the markets or like the stock market, but the Norwegian Cruise Liner last week was up like 40% just on how? the sheer basis of people booking cruises on a hedge that <laughs> things will be better.
1: This is how I picture a cruise. All right. Hey, I'm on a cruise. You look to the left. You're like, hey, there's water. You look to the right. Hey, there's more water. You're basically on a casino in water. And and then you stop and pull over. And they're like, here's a beach for, you know, four hours. Get back on. We're going to go see some more water. I just, I don't, everybody gets sick. There's, you're. you're, You gain 20 pounds. You're on the water on a boat in a pool. It's just kind of like this inception type thing. I would rather just do an all-inclusive at a at like an actual vacation thing to where I'm on my feet the entire time. And okay. I don't have diarrhea
0: 24-7. Yeah, and you don't come back like 15 pounds, 20 pounds overweight from a week vacation?
1: On an extra from the WALL-E movie. <laughs>
0: Dude, I've never been on a cruise, but I don't think I'll ever be on one. There's one cruise I may go on and it's the Alaskan cruise where they take you through like the channels and you get off and you, they include like the wildlife element into it where you yeah. get to go and like do your own excursion. But that's
1: cool to me because you're in Alaska and you're cold and you're like, I'm not really worried about jumping in the ocean. Yeah. But that yeah. would be cool. All right. No are we well, going to answer some people's questions today? I hope so. Um, do you How have, many? I
0: have, go ahead. What? how many people uh dropped questions for you because you and i we have questions from both of our followers we're going to merge them together and we're going to answer as many as we can within i guess like sort of like an hour period um and try our best like i got some questions that were out of my league some were like storm chasing which i have no idea that's really cool though someone made a suggestion
1: did you uh, want to call bill Paxson real quick do you know him uh from twister I mean that's a Do you classic. know him personally? Nah, I wish I did. That's
0: what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, no. But that is a really cool idea. It was my, my friend Jamie who listens to the show, he'll be listening. He just he suggested like get a storm chaser on. Let's get some cool stories, which I've noted, Jamie, will do that for the future. But um we have some other ones. Ian, I know you're pulling up some
1: now and I have some in front of me. I'm just yeah. clicking my mouse. I'm not doing anything.
0: You're not, I have, anything. I'm, I have not that, questions I'm not that important. You're just mind. you're just cruising Instagram, man. I'm not that important.
1: I, I have, in total, um, it was a very sporadic question, so I didn't really have the whole 24 hours to let my story full, but I got like 35, 35 nice. decent ones, but I narrowed, them down. Down. I narrowed them down into like five decent ones that I feel like I could honestly answer and give an opinion for.
0: All right. So I think the way we're going to do this is we're going to pick random ones or the ones we feel like we want to answer today. Okay. Um, and we'll go off on some tangents for sure. And then, yeah. uh, I'll try my best as the host to keep the party moving along okay. and, uh, we'll do that. So why don't you, um, fire off one that you want to talk about first and mention who said it as well.
1: Okay. So in no particular order, because I, I do enjoy all these questions, you know, in their own right. Um, but I have this one is how do you choose captions? Choose your captions for Jeez. Instagram. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, that could be... It, it's a it's a good question. So basically, what I do, how I choose my captions, I, I, I kind of went in this mindset where I was going to let people into my life or like a more personal type of situation. So my captions are basically off the dome, but something that happened that day or they have completely something relevant to that picture so for example right. i'm just gonna go to my instagram page real quick and let's see yeah uh, pick an example pick an example so okay so for an example there's a a, a real quick photo of me holding the cell phone and uh the caption is talking about how i skipped the pro version of this phone i went with the iphone 12 i just talked about why i got that phone um But a lot of the a lot of my captions are basically just they're not quotes. I hate quotes so much. I you
0: know why though to jump in quotes preach. You know what I mean? And I think like preaching in a caption sucks.
1: the, The quotes do preach, and it's like there's it a quote doesn't give a viewer an opportunity to chime in on something. Mm. And that's what you want. So like you basically with Instagram or marketing or anytime you post a photo, you just need that engagement. And yeah. like that's the main goal. I'm um, not the main goal, but it's very important. So when I post a photo, my main objective in my caption is to get you as a viewer to fucking say something, to interact with the post. So I I want to provide a, a question or a, or a remark that would make you want to respond. You know what I mean. So like, when yeah. you're blowing passive pictures, I just want you to respond. I want you to just say something, start a conversation in my comments. Um, like I said, I I absolutely 100% despise motivational quotes. I hate mm. I hate quotes. Just I, I hate a, I hate looking at a photo of a city and it's like. Always look up, never look down or aim for the stars, and if you miss, you'll land on the moon. Like get the fuck out of here with that (laughs) stuff. And if you go back to two of my posts, I posted a quote. So fuck me, right? Yes, but this is why. Which one? It was the the my second post, like not the microphone, but the one before that. It was to be successful, you have to be selfish. Or else you never achieve. And once you get to your highest level, then you have to be unselfish. Stay reachable, stay in touch, and don't isolate. I just finished the Michael Jordan, The Last Dance documentary. In Great
0: documentary. I invite everyone to watch that, even if you're not into sports, because Michael Jordan is a freak and in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, I, I want to talk about that for a second, so we may go like off on a tangent. But the only reason why I put that quote there is because... Michael Jordan, first of all, disclaimer, I am not comparing myself to Michael Jordan. I do not have that athletic ability or the drive that he does or the competitiveness that I I just, so just get that out of the way. But how he hated to be compared to people, how if somebody was like, oh, this guy's on his team, you better watch out for that guy. Michael Jordan was like, no, I'm going to outshine him and do the best that I can to look better than he does. Yeah, that's kind of like where my head was at in that moment in time when I made that caption. And this can also tie into my next question, but I'll I'll wait for that.
0: Well, so let's stay Stop. on this. I, I like that because to go back to what you were saying your caption was relevant to something that was going on in your life at that time which was i guess you finished like you said you finished the the documentary yeah. even though it is yeah. a quote and we just totally ripped people yeah. like yourself <laughs> um <laughs> it, that, it, it, it was relevant to the thing and like to chime in i feel kind of there's two ways you can go with the caption you can go actually I'll i'll go with three because like for your listeners who are listening like are probably more into like the urban and city stuff. And I do more like wildlife landscape. Um, I feel there's three things. You can be funny, which, you know, I would put at the bottom. I do it a lot. Like, I, I don't, I don't think I'm funny, but like, I try to just be like, whatever, not take yourself too seriously, I guess is what you're saying in your caption. And then there's the other one where you're completely authentic. There's the other one where you're entirely authentic and it gives people a look into um, who you are as a person, I guess like your personal brand because that's what makes people mm-hmm. want to follow certain people. It's it's. Yeah. I've talked about this on previous episodes. Like, people are digesting not just your picture, but the, it, your spin on it, your personality. And then the third way you can go is actually offering value in the sense of so, like, I'll do it on wildlife ones. Like, I'll give facts about wolves or loons that people might not have known. Um, and you know, like sometimes you'll get a comment, like, oh sh- shit, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like someone ha- some they now have something to talk about at the dinner table at the very least. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way I go. Um, but then like I always struggle with long, short, because a lot of the times I catch myself not reading captions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you read every word of a caption? Uh
1: I hope no one's listening, but no. Um Right. It, it's 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 very hard. I actually I, I actually talked to my friend Peter. I, I always talk about Peter Linnergan all the time, but I was talking to him earlier and I know he's like doing his YouTube stuff. He's like four hundred and like thirty something thousand subscribers now on YouTube. He's about to pass Chris Howe, which is insane because he hasn't been YouTubing that long. Yeah, that's wild. But I was talking to him and I said, you know, I feel like a bad friend because I haven't caught up on your videos that much Mm -hmm. because I'm too focused on doing what I'm doing that I can't focus on what you're doing. So going to what you're saying is like, do I read captions a lot? No, unless it's like from somebody I really enjoy and I really follow and I want to know what they're doing. I just blow through stuff because. I'm too focused on what I want to do and what I'm doing that it's hard to focus on other creators. And I feel like that's something I need to work on to be better. And I feel like I'm not the only person that does that.
0: Yeah, man. Like I sometimes face the struggle. I know people listening are going to relate to this where everyone, let's face it, is posting on Instagram so that People and strangers will pay attention to them. Like, why else would you be doing this? There, there's a that's sort of in a rough way the synopsis, but at the same time, you need to be engaged in what other people are doing. But yeah. a lot of the time, furthering yourself takes so much effort and time that you sometimes—I know I do—I feel like I get lost, and I, I feel like I'm neglecting people who I truly do care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, I think what you're, I don't know if that's what you're saying, but I feel that too. And I think the first step is making that conscious, being aware of that.
1: And and like, I know like Instagram has been making it harder and harder and harder to connect with people. So like, for example, like Brett comments on my stuff all the time and I can't see the notifications anymore. Like the, the notifications like disappeared. So Before, if I refreshed, I'd see new followers or notifications for comments and I could reply immediately, which is like what I set a standard for myself in the beginning is to reply to every single comment, to try to talk to every single person. And now I miss those. So uh, this happened today. Brett commented on something and I was like, oh shit. And I commented back and I went back to his page to return the favor. And I didn't like his last 10 posts. And you feel so bad, I and you realize, like, and I you know how fucking, good I feel it. like a fucking asshole. But I didn't see them. Like Instagram yeah. not showing me to them, and I don't know why because I interact with this stuff all the
0: time. That happened to me too with a guy who goes by the handle Upstate Face. Um, he won like a contest, a, a raffle giveaway that we were doing to help support the Pebble Mine. I don't know if you saw any of that, but
1: oh yeah, I, I went- saw you guys were like doing that. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that.
0: I went and checked out his page, and I'm like. How have I, I've, I've clicked, I've liked like three of these and these are all Yeah, sick. You're like, how am I missing these? And I'm like, I'm such a dick. Like, how it's did I, so- but then like, you know what, you switch gears and you're like, shame on Instagram for not showing me this content because <laughs> I'm here now and I'm generally interested. I'm genuinely, pardon me, interested in it. And like, I'm going through rapid, like I rapid fire, liked like a bunch of them just cause I like almost felt bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. Like what you're doing is so awesome and i just i need to give you those like it sounds so stupid but i need to give you those double taps just because i feel like i missed out on this awesome work that you put so much heart and effort into
1: exactly and I, i know we we talked about this before like you put i don't know like this is like another tangent but like instagram is just making it so fucking hard anymore and it's like You want to give up, but where do you go? There's no place to go. You come back because fuck me. There's nothing else out there, and you have like there. There's like I have twenty thousand followers. Okay, twenty one point six. Nobody's counting. Um, I'm not gonna go anywhere else. Like there's nowhere else to go. I'm stuck. I'm stuck at like between eleven and twelve. And like, dude, I've been bouncing from twenty one point five to twenty one point six for the last six, seven months. And it's yeah. incredible. Like if I showed you my analytics, I hope nobody's listening, but it like I lose 100 a week, gain 100 a week, maybe gain actually too. It's just, a, it's insane. You need like, you need like the cosign from somebody who's like a huge creator or like a huge feature page, because right now that's like the only way to grow, which is annoying. It shouldn't be like that. And, and, and even fact, that, how now many, the hashtags are hidden?
0: How many followers did you gain from the Art of Visuals feature?
1: back when it was like back when it was like hot 400 a thousand no listen so b- that's back when it was like hot like instagram was like heated up that was before yeah, yeah. all the election bullshit when i got the art of visuals follow the sorry the the feature i got like 350 followers around there like 350 400 that's and that that's account is
0: two, that account is two point what is it 2.6 million
1: yeah so it also depends on how they feature you as well. So if an account features you, a huge account, for example, if they feature you, just throw your photo up there, like, oh, here's a picture from whatever, and they take you in the photo. Yeah. For that account, I got 350 But if that account is like, hey, this person is awesome. Go follow him now. You're going to get like 2000 It all depends on their caption. You know what I mean? So like you're at the mercy of a feature. Way page. Way to come
0: full circle with the captions, Ian. But,
1: but, but I mean that's <laughs> you had a plan all along. Oh, it's been the plan the entire time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean yeah. that's like the, you're at the mercy of a feature page at yeah, that point no, to, I write, to you. make sure their caption is on point. So uh, it's just it, I it, it, it's just it's just sad the state of things that are that are going right now. So like going I, back I mean, to what you said, if you post something. You put all your heart, your time, your effort, the caption, the photo, the, the tag, the edit. Ev- the edit. I mean, everything's perfect. And you post it and you're like, <sniffs> and you go yeah. to bed and you wake up and you're like, oh, I didn't even break a thousand. Fuck me. Like, I, you know what I mean?
0: And then, like, you start, and then I'm sure, like, people listening start to think, what, what am I, this is no fun anymore. Why am I doing this? Uh, and that's this, the exact opposite of what I've been trying to promote on the show. It's like, doesn't fucking matter, man. Like, that's doesn't that's the matter.
1: mentality I'm in right now. The mentality I'm in right now is it doesn't matter. But to be realistic, because everybody who's listening is like, oh, let's, let's be realistic here. Two weeks ago, I was not in that mentality. Two weeks ago, I was in, fuck this, this is annoying, I'm never posting again mentality. So there right. was, there was almost, almost a month I didn't post really just because I was annoyed at the hashtags being hidden. I was annoyed at the algorithms or whatever it was. I was annoyed at like trying so fucking hard all the time on every photo, every caption, every tag, every hashtag, and just nothing happening.
0: Yeah. But, I think I, I get so many, um, direct messages just from people almost complaining about the platform yeah and i don't i don't condone complaining i mean we talk a lot on the show about taking extreme ownership for everything which is Mm. a whole other thing and and, but it's starting to get alarming that i'm getting so many of these where people are fed up i think there's slowly a revolution beginning against Uh, the zuckerberg i i
1: think eventually i mean you got to think of this, like with, with any business or any corporation, like they're obviously reading the re- the reviews and whatever. I mean, they're mm. like when Instagram puts out a new feature, they give, you know, a 100,000 people this feature, 500,000 this feature, you know, a million people this feature. They're like basically beta-, beta testing stuff. So do you remember when they were like beta tested, like hiding likes?
0: That still is the thing in Canada. I haven't seen likes for two years.
1: See, that's funny to me because I... I managed uh, an account in Toronto once for like six months, and on that account, I didn't see any likes. But we still see likes here in the U.S.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen likes for two years. For anybody who isn't familiar with me, I'm from Canada.
1: We don't see likes unless you go but on Instagram the desktop is so version, fucking stupid. which also doesn't make sense. So I have I have five accounts, five Instagram accounts on my page. Well, on my phone. But one of those accounts, I can't use the the music. I can't add music to it.
0: Yeah. Weird. But all the
1: rest, I can't. Instagram I know, just man. like so disorganized. It doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll it's wrap up, up with robots. Instagram. I think part of the real frustrating thing is, yeah, it's run by robots and it's roulette. You never know what you're going to get from one day to the other. There's zero consistency. And I think people, for the most part, are fed up. And it's really time for a new platform with a new design something much more simpler to step in. So uh, I'm going to move on to a question that I have up in front of me from at north underscore east underscore hiker. He's actually just a new listener of the show, I believe. Um, Has photography made you a more humble person due to the fact of admiring others' work? So I'm interpreting that as... Uh, I guess you can interpret that in other ways. Like Uh, when you see people who are
1: better than you, I guess are
0: better than you. Yeah, yeah. And I you know, that's not to be taken personally. There's hundreds of thousands of people better than me. Um, you know, this whole mentality of you gotta be the best um is kind of not (laughs) you know, you know, like you gotta be okay with being great, not necessarily the best. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Has it made you a more humble person? I would say I wouldn't say that that directly has made me more of a humble person. I would say connecting with the right people who I look up to has made me more motivated mm-hmm. or like more inspired to do work like that, um, to go to certain places, to capture, From in my instance, to capture a shot of that particular animal. Um, I would replace the word with humble with... It's motivated me, you know, like, and inspired me because we talked about for anyone listening, we've been, you've been on the show before you're the, you're the first guest who's come on a second time. Um, And in your original episode, we talked about how you don't like to follow big accounts, feature ones or giant ones. Do you remember that? For the reason that, for the reason that it encroached on, I guess, your creative your creativity yeah i mean like if,
1: as well yeah, as like you some like if if you're looking at like a huge creator and they post something and you're like wow that's so sick like i can't i can't do that like i i look at stuff all the time where like there's huge huge accounts and all they post are a drone shop from on the top of the appalachian mountains and they just sit there and click the photo you know but their account is huge i can't do that so like that just like pisses me off because like I live in Pittsburgh and I, I don't have access to those things. But if I did, if I had access to that, you're telling me that my account could be that big and I could be that good or popular because I have that type of a scenery. Right. So I just like, kind of like stay away from that stuff because it discourages me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, what's your opinion on like the humble, the humility thing? Um, Like I don't know. It's kind of it's a vague question, and I like vague questions because there's room to to really dive into it. This
1: is my approach to it, I guess. I mean, it is a vague question, but I would never see, let's say, for example, in my circle or like in Pittsburgh, or if I'm like on Instagram and I see somebody post a photo and it's like super sick. I'm like, damn, it's a sick pic. I'm not gonna like get upset about it that they took it and I didn't. I mean. I wouldn't ever get upset or or I guess like humbled about seeing somebody posting photos that are like way better than me. I feel like I would like look at their stuff and kind of like try to learn from it and see what they're doing that I'm not. Instead of being humbled, I would use it as a learning experience and to see why I think they're better. It doesn't mean that that person is better than me, but I would see why they appear better than me are their captions better is their profile better? what are they doing are their edits better what are they doing that seems better so that
0: yeah yeah. what what are they doing that's gotten to this gotten them into this position where you feel like you're looking up and i mean that can you can look at that on a macro level in terms of what kind of content are they shooting or you could look at that on a micro level like what kind of profile pick do they exactly um you know, how, how long is their bio? I mean, we talked about this kind of on our last episode where there's nothing really original anymore. It was more so in the sense of like original ideas are slowly going by the wayside because there's been so many different things photographed, but you can take that a step further in the sense of like, just find that person who you look up to if you're listening and you, and this is something you're interested in and just model success, like copy, copy what they're doing in their own way. Like some of the most successful people of all, of all time have simply copied ideas of people before them and improved upon. There's there's not
1: an original thought anymore. That's what I'm saying. It really isn't
0: like, even when it comes to hashtags, like I'll go to a creator who I look up to, who sort of shoots the same thing that I do. Who has the same amount of followers that I do? and I'll just go and I'll copy and paste their hashtags. <laughs> like I'm all about working smarter rather than harder. Yeah.
1: You know what no, I mean? I mean, I com- like, I completely get that. Like I, I I I've done that for a while, but now I have my hashtags are built more on like my focus has changed where I use social media anymore. How so? My focus has changed. What did it change from? So this. There's a question coming up that I wanted to to address, and this is kind of going to go into that. So I was going to...
0: Right. once you get into it now? Yeah.
1: uh, Pat Hogan, Visuals by Pat. You probably know who he is. I think he follows you. Yeah. 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 What's the username?
0: What's the username? Visuals by Pat?
1: At visualsby.pat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right on. So his question was, how do you stay inspired in a small city like Pittsburgh? Okay. So... That question kind of hit me two ways so first we were talking about like me switching my gears into what i'm trying to use out of instagram like mm-hmm. where where my head's at where i'm going um compared so to, to answer it this to question it, yes just because like I've been on the block i know like all the bullshit that goes on and like you know you tr- try to separate yourself from other people so like this This right here, I've kind of been waiting for the podcast. So, if you've been tuning in, this is the biggest meat and potatoes part of the thing. This is what you came to listen to. (laughs) Because, no, this is like some real shit right here. So, Pat, I hope you're listening because I'm going to like smack you with some little bit of knowledge because this question is kind of dumb. Staying inspired in a small city like Pittsburgh. If you deleted Pittsburgh and put any other city in there, this question could also apply to it. Okay. This question should be, how do you stay inspired? And that's it. Period. No. So my mentality was, I mean, Pittsburgh is, it's a city, but it's not a humongous city. So my mentality is like, how do you stay inspired by yourself? Um, so I, took my creative direction to outside of Pittsburgh. So I have, a, I have a city here, but also if I look at my telephone, my internet, I have a, an ability to advertise myself through the whole world. Mm. Like I'm able to get attention of brands, of labels, of just different types of people. And I'm not focused on worrying about Pittsburgh anymore. Because I've tried that road. I've been down that route. I don't know how many times in Pittsburgh there's been a list of the greatest photographers here. Or who's doing this or who's doing that or who to look up to. And I've been on none of those. So not to even have any animosity to those people that are because that's awesome. I mean, like that's great that the city is noticing you to be put on those lists but i want to be known for outside of pittsburgh i want to be i want to be known elsewhere right so that's where my focus is gone so like i would rather do good work take photos talk to brands and get brand deals outside of the city that i live in than worry about what's going on here right so I think staying inspired in a small city I think that you need to focus on just staying inspired by yourself in general keep yourself you know. inspired all the time like so
0: how do you keep, that, how do you keep yourself inspired then I guess that's maybe the root of the question if we were to reword that how do you stay inspired how,
1: period Ian I this goes back to that like Michael Michael Jordan documentary my brain never shuts off i never stop thinking of what to do or how to twist this or how to do that or how to how to do for for an example this is just one simple example that happened this week i'm online i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i keep seeing this ad for i'm not going to name the name of this company but i keep seeing this ad for this company that makes candy Mm. and i love i love the branding I love their message and the candy that they offer. I'm like, that's probably good. I would actually like to have some. So I bought some, get the candy, get it home. I take a dope photo of it, put it on my story, tag them in it. They see it. They message me. Now I'm on a retainer for $500 a month to send them photos each week. Like that's the mentality that you need to have all the time always. And that doesn't always work. You know what I mean like that doesn't always yeah, happen. Sure. So if if you attack 10 brands, one may answer. But and and I I I might have said this on the last podcast, but if you don't knock on doors, they can't fucking answer for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and going back to that question, staying inspired in a small city like Pittsburgh. That just kind of sounds like you're don't blame it on the city being small where you're at right because you have access to so many other things yeah the your telephone and your camera and your voice is a portal to everywhere you yeah, could talk everywhere to that has an
0: internet exactly yeah just exactly anywhere that, i mean and yeah and i mean for people listening who you know maybe people are interested in land some people aren't interested in maybe landing brand deals um to just stay inspired in general like if i can chime in would be i would say stop making everything a competition personally um I think there's this notion that when you land, it kind of goes back to what we were saying. When you land on, if you cruise that explore page, which, you know, I actually, I was talking about for a long time in previous episodes and I have not brought it up in a while. I think the explore page is horrible oh, um, for your psyche. And you, it's one of those things where you land on it and you don't even know how you got there. But there seems to be this notion that um, it's this giant competition. And when you look at a photo, that's brilliant. You know, you almost feel like I feel people feel threatened in a way. Like, I'm yeah. threatened by this. This is so good. This makes me feel like shit. Whereas it should psych you up. Like, yeah. it should psych you up to go and do something like that. Go in, well, not now, but go and buy that plane ticket. Go and yeah. make that road trip. Like, for this photo contest that i was doing i won't get too much into it for the people who are following it though on my page know what i was talking about like i spent probably 60 hours accumulated in the bush like in the cold mornings <laughs> trying to get a picture of an elk in ontario because they're so rare
1: i remember seeing your story fuck like, elk, dude. they're so big
0: yeah, but my point being like that's inspiration. Like I I follow people who have beautiful pictures of elk and I'm like I want that. But I'm in a city, I'm in a zone where they just don't exist as they're not as in abundance as the west, like the Rockies. But that's inspiration to me, man. That's like that's what it is and not really making those excuses wherever you happen to be. And I didn't even get yeah. one. I had to take a a five-hour plane ride or a four-hour plane ride to the Rocky Mountains in Canada to get a picture of one
1: and like the entire time I was inspired to go do that you know what I'm saying no I mean but that's like I mean that's awesome that you even like but then I like traveling you know what I mean yeah it boils down to like traveling and doing it and, and that whole thing traveling is an experience so that you are satisfying so many different senses by just traveling and doing that. And then it stemmed from just trying to get an elk. So, yeah. I mean, you're using that to a positive, staying a posi- staying inspired to a, to a positive.
0: Yeah. And I think looking forward to, you know, I I'm starting to uh, recently, I've been looking at things in the sense I've been looking at things a different way. Um, in the sense of if i don't do x y and z if i don't do this and i don't do that and i don't do that i'm not going to get this outcome which i desire i've almost been phrasing it consequentially in my mind yeah. okay you want this so you have to do this this and this if you don't do this this and this you won't get that thing that you want um, whether it's a certain kind of shot or like i don't know pick pick anything but almost phrasing it in your mind like if i don't do this i won't get that and that somehow weirdly translates into inspiration for me i don't know if that makes sense to anyone listening but that's just how my brain works
1: i mean it it, to me it makes sense because you you have to you got to try to get something i mean you're always you always have to try to strive to get something i mean you put x in you get y out
0: but sometimes you don't, too, right? Oh, and that's I when mean, a lot of people yes. give up. It's when a lot of people give up. And going back to You Gotta Knock on Doors, we had a previous episode where some guy was sending 300 emails um, just to get on a movie production set.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. And like 10 answered, I think he said. I mean, you have to... Yeah, I mean, that make. I mean. If you took a handful of shit and threw it on a wall, I mean, there's going to be particles that stick and there's going to be stuff that falls down. I mean that, but the stuff that sticks is what you want to look at. So, I mean like that's, but that goes back to the mentality. Like I said, you got to knock on doors for them to open. Yeah. There's just like so many people out there. There's so many opportunities, but you have to just like go with them and you have to be afraid to fail. You got to show up. Yeah.
0: but I have another question from, uh, A guy, this will be, I think you can definitely weigh in on this. Uh, My friend Chris Taylor at CTT. Is that? At CT? I can't even, it's a lot. It's Chris Taylor. um, Who wants to know about smartphone photography? I don't know if he has a DSLR or a mirrorless. I think he's just rocking a phone. I know you just bought the iPhone 12. Yeah. And you love snapping pics with your iPhone and they look awesome. Um, I guess like we could, I guess he's wanting to know how to take better smartphone pictures um with because of the absence of a dslr or a mirrorless i know you you take shots that are wicked cool with your phone i don't so like i take memory pictures with my iphones that are just like whatever what would your advice be to someone who just is rocking a
1: smartphone my advice would be to just pretend your iphone is a dslr and just take a picture and then take the photo edit it do everything that you would do normally post it you know do all that other stuff but like just pretend i mean that's your camera i mean it, it, it doesn't matter if you have like a sony a 7 three or an iphone 12 pro if you're still going out and taking photos and you're trying to be a photographer just continue to take the pictures and then edit them accordingly and then you know I guess it's kind of like a simple answer.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like your camera is your camera. Your lens is your lens. I'm like, if I'm, if my camera broke, God forbid, and I was left with my iPhone, I would do everything the exact same way. And I would just deal with the limitations of the iPhone or the Android or whatever.
1: I mean, Android sucks. (laughs) You're
0: going to piss a lot of people off for that one. No, but like seriously, that's what I would do. Like I started on iPhone. I started doing terrible yeah. edits just with like my phone. Um, and I still use like mobile editing apps as like my final touch before Instagram.
1: I like, never do, honestly. Like I use I, I have I have Photoshop and um, Lightroom on my phone, but I don't use it. And this probably goes back same. into my lightning fast workflow.
0: Yeah, we'll get we'll into, into that next. Instagram. But like I use Snapseed on my phone. Just as like a final touch up for sometimes when I want to make a photo softer, completely free from Google Snapseed. I recommend everyone check it out. It's got some cool features. It's entirely free. Um, But yeah, dude, talking about your workflow, I actually messaged you about this today. You seem to just take a picture just totally sporadically edit it and rip it onto your story in no time flat and i was just like i I messaged you i'm like is there bluetooth from your camera that's just like dropping these in and you're slapping a preset on because it makes no sense how you've developed this lightning fast workflow like how has it changed since we last
1: talked um it's completely funny and i've actually had three questions about what's my workflow um it's no secret there's nothing real crazy so let's say for example this is like my workflow so I'll I'll talk about this microphone that I got I got this microphone today we set it up opened up the packaging hooked up the cords put it on my desk um took out my f- my camera took a photo of it slipped the card out instantly slapped it into my macbook pulled it up in lightroom edited it real quick and then from there pulled it into photoshop cleaned up some dust air dropped it to my phone sharpened it up facebook or I mean, instagram instantly i mean that's like within 10 minutes but that's kind of like my entire workflow with everything but i i i tend to edit real fast so like when i have for example like when i have a client um The two weeks ago, I did like a family shoot downtown, Um, turned over maybe like 250 photos for like a family. And after we were leaving, she's like, oh, you know, when do you think I'll get these back? I was like, probably tomorrow. And she's like, what? Like tomorrow? I was like, maybe like probably tomorrow. So I came home, edited all those photos, cleaned everything up. We transferred, drive to them. She had them that night. Like I like to get shit off my plate and out of off my lap instantly, so typically with that, um I'll edit one photo, get like a good edit down, get like a good color theme going on, and I'll create a preset out of that shoot, I guess, and I'll apply that preset to the entire shoot because every the, the lighting is the same, the location is typically the same, yeah. and I'll make my adjustments through the edit. So then I will take a photo, not a photo, a folder, and I'll put all those edits into one folder. Then I'll go into that folder and I'll look into those photos on like this big like 32 inch widescreen I have. And I'll swipe them through and I'll look and I'll look at like teeth. I'll look at like any face blemishes. Mm -hmm. I'll look if there's any any spots where I can Photoshop like sun in and the the photos that need to be photoshopped, I'll put into a separate folder. Okay. So I'll go through. So let's say out of 200 pictures, now I have 25 that I need to actually pull into Photoshop. I'll take those 25, pull them into Photoshop, whiten teeth, fix zits, uh, add some sun, do some flares, do some jazzy magic stuff. And then I'll take that stuff, put it back in the folder, put it in the thing, go to WeTransfer and send it to them. Boom. So like my workflow is like super fast because in my mind, They paid you X amount of dollars for a certain amount of hours. If you can get the job done quicker, you're making more money. Like why sit and edit photos for a week? Why sit back and be like, oh, I got to edit these fucking photos. Like I forgot about this job. Uh, Like I know photographers that'll go out and do a job. And four days later, they're like, oh, I got to edit these fucking pics. I can't. I know I got to edit these photos. I got to send them off to them. I'm Like, why aren't they done already? Like now you're just one, you're pissing yourself off, you're stressing yourself out, and the client doesn't have the photos yet, and you're you're making less money. So now you're making what like two dollars an hour.
0: Right. If so, you really draw it out,
1: yeah. But I mean, realistically, if I just want to take like a photo or something, it's just, it's it's quick camera, slide that card out, put it in the computer, edit real quick, airdrop to my phone, boom. Like the Apple becomes, universe, like completely. And when you do things me, over
0: and over and over again, it becomes muscle memory.
1: It's been muscle memory, and I will say this right now: don't quote me on this. And if this fucks up on your your system, don't don't come at me. But I have never <laughs> safely removed a disk drive,
0: dude. That I want to. I, po- I want
1: to pull them out. I want to end the podcast instantly,
0: dude. I want to end the podcast. That's <laughs> horrible. That is horrible that you do
1: that. Never.
0: Dude, I so I edit uh, off of an external drive, right? Like I don't store anything on my Mac because if you're storing, like, do you store stuff on your on your internal hard drive? Don't do that if you're listening. It's going to slow down your computer. It's just not professional. Get a drive, work off your drive, Mm -hmm. and get a backup drive that you transfer that stuff onto once a month at the very least, so that when your working drive dies, your life is not ruined. But so I have a hard drive that I work off of. And dude, it, I carry it around like it is the holy grail and made of glass. Just I, like, have, I am so delicate with it. I eject <laughs> it every time. I wait till it stops spinning. So to hear you say that hurts.
1: <laughs> I, have an, I have an eight terabyte in my like work office. And then at my home office, I have a two terabyte. But when I'm in my work office, I legit close my laptop and I unhook everything. Laptop goes into my bag and I leave. I have Jeez. never had a hard drive that said, Oh, you uh, ejected me wrongly. You're fucked now. That's <laughs> never happened.
0: Dude, you're due for one. Now you're due. Now that you've said it, you're going to mess with me tomorrow. Just like, man, you're never going to believe what happened to me. I lost, I, just, I lost my entire drive.
1: I just like, don't understand. Like, does a hard drive get unplugged and it's like, Hey, we, we weren't safely disconnected. Let's fucking <laughs> delete everything, guys. I think
0: it's more so when you're actually doing transfers. Like if you pop it out during a oh, mid-transfer,
1: if you I think you can trans- put up. You know Obviously. what?
0: You know what? Go by the book, man. Just. <laughs> it's too risky
1: it's too risky that gives that gives me anxiety well i mean it's like if i update my xbox and it's like the xbox will legit pop up it's like hey during the update don't turn me off duh like (laughs) if you're uploading files to your hard drive don't unplug me but if it's not doing anything you just hook unhook it
0: damn dude i was not expecting that that's whack Give me, this, another que- give me another question. You have this from, your, from your just followers
1: got X rated. Um, going <laughs> to eject you. Let's see.
0: Give, what's another question you got?
1: So I got another question: jealousy between creators. And this is a freaking person with a username so hard to pronounce. Hold on. I love when of uh, of course it doesn't have his name in his profile. So we're just going to go from Switzerland. His name is. Now or never. Do okay. His What's the question, his question what is: it? it wasn't even a question. It just says the jealousy <laughs> between creators.
0: Oh well, you put topics in your in your story.
1: So yes, that's topic. So he's not wrong. He's not All wrong. Right, so we're going to answer your question here, or just a topic: jealousy between creators. I don't get jealous, I've, man. Um, there's different levels of this, and I'd like to touch on that. So. Jealousy between creators. I feel like that exists in your town and your circle in your environment. What I don't do you feel mean like that like well, I don't feel like that exists outside of that. So for like me, for example, in in a town in your city, your your circle, your circle may not necessarily be like your circle or your friends, but like the creators you have in your town or your area. I'm sure there's jealousy. I'm sure there's people that see what you're doing and they're like, Oh, uh, like he's only doing that because this, or he's only doing that because this, like, I'm sure that exists. Um, I see people in my town or my city. I'm saying town, like I live in a, like a small town. In yeah, you live York. in
0: an urban center. Let's get that um, straight.
1: Let's say in Pittsburgh, I mean, I see creators here that receive more attention and more recognition than they deserve. So, if that falls under jealousy between creators, I guess that would probably be it. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say jealousy. I made. I, I what's a better word for it? Like, um, you can help me with this. So like, what's a better word for not being jealous of a person but spiteful? Sp- Uh, good i mean that's spiteful spiteful I, i feel like i'm more spiteful for towards people who have recognition that they don't deserve and i i know there's a good handful of that but i feel like like i said going back to jealousy between creators i feel like that only exists in your bubble right the bubble that you're in that exists in so like am i jealous of peter mckinnon no Am I jealous of like Chris Howe? No. Am I jealous of Jordy? Can't code, can't say his last name. I'm I, not not jealous. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not jealous of those people because I'm not around them. I'm not coming up with them. I'm not doing I'm not like doing hard work around them or I feel like they deserve the recognition that they have. Um but I try. I try to stay away from the jealousy between creators.
0: I think I know what the I mean, word is. I think like it's almost like respect in a way. Like when somebody is in a place that you don't think they deserve to be, there's I mean, almost I, there's almost a bit of a lack. I
1: can't.
0: I can't. I don't know if that's too far. The
1: word there. I can't point the word there, but I feel like that does exist because it exists within me. So, I mean, like if that's a topic that was brought to me to to talk on, I feel like that's kind of like where I'm going at. I feel like there's, I don't know. It's just like a tough situation. It's a tough question. It's a tough topic, I
0: guess. For me, I would straight up go to... I would just straight up say I don't understand the question because me personally I don't get jealous. I think jealousy is nasty,
1: and I complete jealousy is nasty.
0: What's the need? You said that. What's the need? Like, why? Like, would I want to trade life lives with that other person? No. No. Would I want to trade lives with Peter McKinnon? No. No. Um, You know, would I want to trade lives with a a superstar athlete? No, like everyone's got their own pile of shit to deal with, whether and that's outside of photography. You know what I mean? Um, I think you got to get to a place where you're just happy plugging along and
1: improving at your own rate. Exactly. I mean, that's this also goes back to my mentality of only following, you know, certain people like I like to live in my bubble, my creative bubble, I like to do what I do, figure out what I do, and, and work out things I work out. And I try not to worry about other people. But, I mean, you do see stuff. But I, I don't think I'm ever jealous of anybody. Like, I don't think I'm ever jealous of other creators locally or even... I mean, is it awesome that, like, Chris Howe gets a fucking Mercedes? Yes. I mean, that's awesome. But like, am I jealous of the fact that like he gets to like have a cool Benz? Yeah. But he uh, he like fucking worked for that. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's And where like is it's dwelling different. on it going to get you? Like where uh, is sitting it's in it's your not. room and
0: dwelling on that going to get you? How is that going to get you further to your goals and your dreams it's, and your aspirations? It's not going to get not. you anything.
1: And all that's going to do is set you back. It's going to set you back. So, I mean, also, if you have that mentality, you're not going to get anything done. Because you have to stay motivated. You have to stay positive because that's going to keep your drive going to continue to do stuff. So, like I said like I mean Peter McKinnon's worth millions. Am I jealous that he has a ton of money? No. It's cool that he has a lot of money. I mean, would I enjoy that money? Yeah, but he he worked for that money and he did a lot of stuff for that money and he did a lot of things that we may never see for that money. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I do for money that you don't know or you don't see. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm like out behind a bar, you know what I mean? Like doing crazy stuff for money, but like, <laughs> like I I I work for my stuff and everything that I get, I work for, and like, I feel like I've worked hard for where I'm at, and I feel like other people should either notice that, respect it. But if if someone was jealous about that, that's annoying to me because I I've had people DM me, be like, hey. You know, like I saw that you did this, like how could I do that? And I I'll be like, This is what I did, like this is how I got here, you know, this is what I had to do for XYZ. And they're like, All right, cool, thank you. But there's also people that are like, eh, the fucking you know what I mean? So it 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 just really boils down to the person's mentality, I guess, outside looking in. Like it boils down to the person's mentality of who is the jealous. On the side, I guess, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, the other thing about jealousy too is it tough comes tough, to, tough topic. It comes from the point of view. If you are a jealous person, it comes from the point of view of like, damn that person. I can't do that. Whereas, if you could just flip your mind to the point of into a different perspective of what did that person do? How can I apply those tactics? And if that person did that, so can I.
1: Well, I mean, also it's just like everybody's got a camera. I mean, it's it's not like it's not like a creator's benching three hundred fifty pounds, and when you're physically unable to do that, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can't learn to. You can't learn to bench 400 pounds overnight. You know what I mean? Like you can't watch a YouTube video to bench that much weight. So I mean, it depends on what you're doing. But if if you see a creator doing something cool, you can learn what they're doing. Yeah, and you I mean, can to, learn that mentality. Yeah, and to go,
0: you know, outside of athletics, I don't believe people are born with raw talent. Like, yes, if you're six foot eight and just jack, you are probably more naturally able to become an NBA All Star. But, in terms of being a creative person, no one is just thrown into this world being absolutely sick at photography. yeah like that's not how it works. The people who are killing it, like Chris Howe and Peter McKinnon, have the X factor. and the X factor is the ability to work extremely hard and see things differently. And I think everyone has that, and your biggest competitor, really, like my biggest competitor is me. If I'm better than I was yesterday, I'm killing it
1: yeah that's I my mean, whole you motto sh- you should be i mean you don't you shouldn't be your biggest obstacle but like you are let's just focus on yourself more i mean this whole question should just boil down to focus on yourself more and not others yeah.
0: and get out of your own way yeah like i feel like we get in our own way with our minds and this chatter Like this is, this is, this is what I would consider if the, if a thought of jealousy came into my mind, I would consider it noise. Like think about it as noise in a photo that you want to get rid of. Like this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be,
1: this shouldn't be here. uh, It's killing me because it's like a, I've heard this term before of what, what this is called. It's like brain cancer or like brain farts or it's brain fog. I don't even know. Fog. It's neither, it's none of those things. And I'm annoyed that I can't figure out what it is. <laughs> brain noise. It'll come to brain you. Brain something. Do you have a, I have a, let's see. Do you have any other ones? Questions. I have a few, one, but let's
0: two. go with some of yours. My, I have a lot that pertain more to like landscape and wildlife, and you're not really those. So let's find something that we can <laughs> maybe both weigh in on. And well, I'll save well, those have, other ones for other episodes.
1: I have, I have two one is see this is the thing about like being the the kind of like a a thing i wanted to touch on is like so let's say i have this like cool office you know i'm I'm trying to have this thing build up the podcast and doing all this other stuff that may look super cool from the outside but then on the inside I have a dog I have to walk. I have to buy groceries. I have to pay bills. I have a fiance. You know what I mean? And the, and the thing is, is like I am in this room. I hope she doesn't listen because you said it like she, it's a drag. No, listen Fuck, to me. I have a fiance. And she's outside in the other room, probably can hear me. And thinking I'm such an asshole idiot because she's like, who wants to listen to like what you're saying? I don't understand. I don't get it. (laughs) Um, So out of the 30 questions that I had today on my Instagram, 12 of hers were hers. And I picked the most appropriate one. It is, why do you fart so much and why do they smell? (laughs) (laughs) But you think this is funny, but I get these all the time. Like, I'll be in here, I'll be doing something fun and I'll come out. She's like, you're like, I can't believe people like you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like so funny (laughs) because you have to, you know how you have to maintain this type of image, I guess, you know, like on your Instagram, like your social media, like you have, you have to maintain this image. So it's funny. Like I have this image, but then. I'll be in, like, a, a big, like, oversized T-shirt and my underwear walking around, and she's like, you look so stupid. I can't believe people want to hear what you say online. But, like, this this, this question really hit me because why do you fart so much? And I wanted to make sure I brought this up in the pod. And I, I love her for the question. And to answer it, I feel like it has a lot to do with a... A high protein diet. Um, I've been trying to eat healthy lately, especially after Thanksgiving. I, I feel like you just eat a bunch of junk, and like I've, I've been on this like healthy kick. And I, I had this idea <laughs> of being healthy from Christmas to no, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So there's like a law there where there's nothing to do. Um, so I think that's why a lot of rice beans. We've been eating a lot of tacos lately. Um, but specifically this morning, uh, it was probably five in the morning. I have this bad habit of rolling over, waking up and checking my phone because I'm obsessed with social media. Um, but I just let one loose and it wasn't, a a slide out one. It was just a, just, it came out, woke her and the dog up. And that's where this question came from. And she was actually annoyed at how loud it was that it shook the room.
0: This is all great insight for photographers.
1: So if you're listening, (laughs) I understand if you're unsubscribing instantly.
0: This is Ian's last episode.
1: Um, Yes, this this is my cancel culture. I'm over. (laughs) <laughs> I'm deleting everything right now. I'm pulling out all of my hard drives. At fucking once, ripping them out. Yeah, at once. Yeah, but I told her I would touch on that question, and I know that she's one not going to listen to this, but two will appreciate that I answered her question. Um, but the important question: How do you land clients and make money during COVID? Oh shit! Good question. Um, and this is by Hubbard Steve at Hubbard Steve. Went to his profile, obviously no real name. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's Steve Hubbard. Um, it's, you know, it's right That's there. A good, good guess. How do you land clients and make money during COVID? I feel this has a lot to do with your clients and depending on them. Um, for example. Are your clients having weddings? If they're having weddings, they probably don't care that much about COVID, so they probably don't care about hiring a photographer. They may have some type of precautions that they're going to do. Um I've done three or four family shoots during COVID. Um, I, I've never wore a mask for it. I've also never been like on top of, of on top of these people either. So I. It's kind of like another tough question because COVID never affected me one time. COVID never affected like, uh, I don't want to say like making money or like booking gigs or this is another tough question because I, I don't work in a scenario where, co- I, well, I guess I do. I mean, photography is, but it's, COVID just like never bothered me, I guess. If that makes sense, I, can I, I know that. that I know that's not a good answer, but I mean, I, I have had clients be like, "What are your COVID protocols?" And I'm just like, I I'll wear a mask for out in a shoot if that if that makes you comfortable, but I typically wouldn't wear one outside if I'm if I'm taking your photos. And nine times out of ten, they're like, "Okay, cool," because we don't want to take photos with masks on. And I'm like, that makes sense. We're not making out. And I also wouldn't want them to have photos with masks on. Now, for example, in the height of COVID, in the beginning of it, I did a graduation ceremony where I had to take photos of 1,200 students. It was like a nine-hour day. I had my camera on a tripod. I didn't move anything, and I just pressed a button all day. It was you're like all oh, that sounds like such easy money. It was so boring. And then you have to edit 1200 photos anyway, but there was a family that took their photos with masks on. And I said, "Hey, you could take those off if you want." And they're like, they were like kind of offended. They're like, "No, we'll leave them on." And I was like, "Okay, I mean that that's what you want to do." You're going to have these photos for the rest of your life and graduation photos. And you have to remember like this piece of shit awesome time, like 10 years from now, but that's <laughs> yeah, fine. For real, eh? Like just take them off for a second. You're, it's your family. But again, I, I, to answer the question, COVID has not affected me at all in the fact that I couldn't make money during this pandemic.
0: Fair if enough. I think I mean, ma- maybe the theme there is like, you got to roll with what you got to roll with. I mean. Yeah. And it could also be a time, an easy time to like make an excuse. Ah, COVID. I can't do that. You know, and you, oh, feel, yeah. I mean, and then you awful, feel better about it.
1: Introverts. Yeah, it's like, and oh, then you feel COVID. better. Like,
0: and it goes back to like, you know, people really, a lot of people who struggle go searching for that excuse to get out of something, to bargain with themselves. Um, life goes on, you know. Sure does. I think that's a good time to wrap up, man. This has been fun. Thank you for cool. enlightening us yeah, I mean, on um, your your flatulence and how smelly your studio is. That was awesome. Um, people can I, definitely I take what they learned there into the field.
1: <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I hope it makes it. <laughs> I like. I actually like, like having this microphone now because you can you can get real close, and
0: then you can get real far away. You can do the Doppler effect for all our sciency people out there
1: just do like drive bys, like
0: "Mm -hmm." me and jones
1: yeah
0: all right man that was awesome thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the photographer mindset podcast if you like what you heard and this was entertaining gave you any sort of value please feel free to subscribe or leave a review and rating if you're on apple podcasts until next time go get shooting go get editing and stay focused see you then